Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. In this week's episode, my friends, we are going to continue to hang out with our friend Nathaniel Brandon. You remember him from last week. If you haven't listened to last week, you may just want to get a grounding in his six pillars of self-esteem. Pretty cool notions of how to feel better about ourselves and how to feel happier in the world in general. Well, it turns out he has a second little idea that we're going to add into the mix today called the 5% rule. And Rod, since you are the brains in this organization and you have all of the knowledge about the 5% rule, tell us all about it. Yes, I, I'm really excited about this one because it's you're right about Nathaniel Brandon's his six pillars of self-esteem. It is about feeling better and and I'll say stronger in the sense yeah. of more control. And it's the foundation, and he talks about it, it's the foundation of being able to make change in your right. life. Right, And and we talked about it last week that we probably wouldn't have called it that. We, I would not call no. the book Six Self-Esteem. Like, I, I, it's yeah. so much more than that, right? It, there's yeah. so much more to it, yeah. Exactly. And then one of the real gifts to the body of knowledge of people helping thinking about, you know, how to make shifts and change in life is something that I, I'm going to give him full credit for this. He may have picked it up from somewhere else. I don't really know, but it's this, he developed this, uh, uh, method for helping people think about making change by framing it as if I, if you could do, uh, something fill in the blank 5% better, mm-hmm. what would that look like? And so <coughs> before I dive into giving examples and, and, I'm giving you a little space to prepare, Leslie, because I'm going to be asking you first. You're going to you're going to do this. You're going to have to think of answers. To Yay! You know <laughs> okay, I so. love a good Q and A, Rod. You know I yeah. do. <laughs> so to just a, a very quick reminder from last week, the six pillars that we talked about, because I'm going to use this um, for the the questions to you. So the six are first, the practice of living consciously. Right. Then the practice of self acceptance. Mm-hmm. Doozy. Yeah. Yep. The third one is the practice of self-responsibility. Own your shit. Is that the yep. own your shit one? Okay. Got it. That's right. Fourth is the practice of self-assertiveness. Right. Use your that words. Means, right. Yes. And I think it means like you matter and like yes. assert what mean put forward what matters to you. You yep. count in this world. We all do. Mm, I love that. The fifth, the fifth is the practice of living purposefully. Also love that. I yep. always think the, the whole Simon Sinek, uh, find your why is essentially this, you know, having goals and having a purpose helps ground ourselves. And then the, the sixth pillar is the practice of integrity. Right. And that's the one where we talked about, to me, at least when I heard about it, when you talked about it last week, it felt like an integration of the other five. Like it felt like yes. when you when you put all of those in play, you then can live with integrity. My mother would always say, oh, Leslie, I have the courage of my convictions. So having the courage of your convictions, the courage to share your voice. Um, that was one of her favorite sayings, FYI. And yes, it was in that accent. Um, yes. Right? Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Uh, do, so yeah. Parental accent session. <laughs> where we're putting on accents. Of, oh, that would be know. lovely. Oh, wouldn't it? <laughs> So yeah, the <laughs> practice of integrity. I think I agree with you. The um, it is an it, 
integration. And it's, it's the alignment of what we do, our behaviors, with our professed values. Like if we right. say, you know, f if I say friendships matter to me, then and if my behavior is demonstrates that friendships matter, like I'm there for friends, I connect with them, uh, you know, that's right, where right. it's aligned. That's it's the people who say that and then behave differently where we know there's cognitive dissonance going on, where we know there's some kind of uh, people are not living their truth. They, they haven't necessarily done their work in the other five pillars, right? Because you hear people yes. say that all the time, but then the oh, way yeah. they treat people is the opposite. <laughs> opposite, opposite, opposite. So yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, good. So yes. how does this, how are we, what are we building on? What's the Q&A? Okay. I'm so excited. So Right. So the, in his um, and Nathaniel Brandon was, uh, again, shout out to Brampton from Brampton, whoop, moved whoop. to California. The, the self-help uh, movement uh, of the, I guess, started in the 50s, but say 60s, 70s. And he was a psychologist. He was a therapist. So his therapy, if, if you were in the 70s and you were going to him for help, he would this is exactly what he would do. He would have a week to week program of uh talking you through these statements and um and you filling in the thinking about it and filling in the answers and so cool. i'll give you are we gonna do down. that right now i'm legitimately yeah. excited okay so week here's week one I've okay written, it would be things like the ask would be for you to an finish the end of this sentence i will give the beginning to it okay 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 i'm ready if I bring more awareness to my life today, dot, 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 what would you do? And oh. Never incremental, 5%. 5%, more. 5% more. If I bring more awareness to my life today, I would go for walks outside uh, like three days a week. Because I feel like I'm a little bit stuck. Like last week, I did not actually leave my condo from Saturday to Saturday. Work has been, you know, life wow. gets crazy yeah. in COVID, right? And so I don't have a yeah. dog. So there's nothing forcing me to go outside. And so I've been feeling these aches and pains. And so if I'm a, when I'm aware of that in my body, if I were aware of the sensations and the um, and sort of what my body is trying to tell me, which is like get outside and move, um, I, I think I, w I think I would have the drive to commit that to myself, you know, versus mm -hmm. uh, it's easy to say, oh, I just got to take one more call or I've got to do one more thing or, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that would be my I think that would be my thing would be to get outside and get moving. Yeah. So and okay, three days a week doesn't feel like too much. Right. Like I'm not saying every day I'm going to go out. Da, yeah. da, da, da. My bite sized chunk is three times a week. Not outside so then, of errands, outside of errands, because that does to me, that doesn't count. That's just like going and getting stuff to survive, but like an actual walk where I'm just out and enjoying the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So you've, you've, my, my next question, I'll say it to you anyways, but you kind of answer it the same way. So it's like, then you build on that. You'd say another one was if I boost my energy. And by the way, the, your answer mm -hmm. here is to describe the val This one he'd frame like what? value would it bring to you? What would you benefit from this? Oh. If you answered this question. So if I boost my energy level by 5% today, dot, dot, dot. Oh, I'd that? have more focused cello time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I definitely have more energy to sit and be focused at the cello. I try and practice 20 minutes every day. My, my first cello teacher who I love, who passed away three years ago, who is like a wow. friend and a mentor and a, like an everything, like a, a, just a grand dame of the cello. Um, she would always say to me, Leslie, it's better to practice 10 minutes every day than 60, days on, 60 minutes on Sunday. And so yeah. I take that, and it's true when you play an instrument, like it, you, you really, you want to keep that muscle memory going, whatever. And so I would use that energy 100% and feed it into something that I love, mm -hmm. which is my cello. Yeah, great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How am I so doing so far? I feel like great. I need a granny. Okay, yay. Okay, oh, no, yay. I mean, this, this is the thing. This is the, how are you doing? These are your answers. The, it's the, uh, oh. and that's the, the whole structure of this is that it, gets you to think about it in more practical terms. And then so this, here's a week two question. But wait, that was my like, that was my inner perfectionist sneaking out. Did you catch her? Did you hear her? How oh. am I doing? She needed to know she was getting like she was getting uh, an A plus. That was my yeah. inner perfectionist sneaking out. Sneaky little thing she is. Okay, oh. keep going. What's my next okay. question? Go. This is okay. so much fun. Well, I, I, I'm this is I've, I've got four questions in week two. I wasn't gonna, I'm not going to read them all. So I'm picking this one, though. Because okay, cherry pick connects. it, cherry pick it. <clears throat> if I bring 5% more awareness to my insecurities, <gasps> what does that look like? Oh, boy, this is a juicy one this week. If I start crying, don't worry about it. Like, it's fine. It's been well, an emotional, it's been an emotional roller coaster week. Okay, ask me the question again, Rod. Ask me the question okay. again. I need to, I need to really be grounded in it. Go. If I bring 5% more awareness to my insecurities, dot, yeah. dot, dot, what does that? Oh, I think, I think I'll just have, I think I would just have more self-acceptance and not be hard on myself. I think like a lot of people, like if my very real example right now is I think like a lot of people during COVID, I've put some weight on, I've, you know, I've always been a juicy person and my weight's always gone up and down. And definitely right now, it's like in the direction that no one wants their weight to go really. Um, but like it's, so it's, it's that self-acceptance that I am where I am. It is what it is. And not to be hard on myself for that, but to just make, I've actually been thinking about this. I didn't know anything about these questions going in friends, mm -hmm. but I did know about this 5% concept. So I've actually been trying to apply that 5% thinking to um, all the eating habits I have, right? Like what would it look like to eat 5% healthier? What would it look like to eat 5% less? What would it look like? Mm -hmm. to, and so I've been thinking about it in that context. So to me, I think of that question and it's all about self-acceptance and self-love and just not mm. being hard on myself for where things are right now and not like going in the past and like imagining, oh, if only I'd done this and if only I, all those, if only voices that have been fairly like yelling at me right now. Um, mm. I think I'd, I think I'd be able to let some of those voices go. I think I'd quieten them down a little bit, which would be yeah. delightful, delightful. Yeah. I would like those voices to be a bit softer. So this sounds good yeah. to me. This yeah. sounds good to me. Well, this shit's getting real, Rod. I this know. is getting real. So I eight, love it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, I'm going to fast forward to uh, a bunch of weeks later. And it's, and it's just the evolution of, and I think you can see how when you got, get into thinking about some of the answers. And, and so he would suggest that people would journal. You'd have a few questions set. The suggestion was start with these preset questions, but then make your own questions right, that matter right. to you and journal about it. And then um, 
and, and you know, it, it's obviously very powerful to talk to friends and people about it. So here's, here's another one. Okay. Um, if I take 5% more responsibility for the success of my relationships, hmm. what would I do? Oh, this is a juicy one. Uh, so like, I, th I think I would be more, I try to do this, Rod, I really do, but I think I still have room to improve. I think more about my work relationships in this instance, where it's easy sometimes when crazy stuff happens to think, well, if only they had done this, or if only they hadn't done that, without necessarily pausing to say, what role did I play in this? And could I have done something sooner? Could I have reached out? Could I have picked up the phone instead of sending that email where we all know that all context mm -hmm. and joy is <laughs> sucked out of emails? Um, you know, it, it, that I think would be the thing is that I would, I would take responsibility sooner and really have a better understanding of what it's going to take to resolve any situation I'm in rather than just going to the easiest, fastest thing, which is often like email or text, right? Yeah. So so how do I, it would mean that I would um, be more connected to the people I work with, even the people I have challenges with, because, you know, nobody has mm. like, you know, work is work. There's no, if there's, you know, there are relationships that are challenging in every part of our lives, to be sure, including work. And so I would, I think it would, I think it would make, and then in turn, I think that would make me a happier person because I would be ruminating less, right? When that stuff gets solved faster, you, you ruminate less about it um, mm -hmm. because it's all sorted. Yeah. So that's kind of what, where my head totally. went with that one. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, and I'm going to segue into think diving into the 5% concept. So, and here's another a little reveal. This book number yeah. two for today's episode. I love a reveal even more it than I love questions. <laughs> it ties in so nicely to this this 5% concept. It's, there's a book, uh, I think earlier this year, came out by an author named B.J. Fogg. That's F-O-G-G. Mm. Great it's name. And it's called Tiny Habits. And I'll give you a little explanation. It's, it's, it's about making how to, uh, you know, introduce habits things that you know you'd like to do but how do you get that into your day-to-day -day? Mm -hmm. but in the in it he really talks about the power of making that the next step tiny like making it so small and straightforward that it's it's within your grasp to do and it's the same right. concept as the five percent thing so so but just let's with your example you're, we were talking about relationships and work relationships so then the prompt would be for me to say is like five percent like how do, what's the the little step the five percent step that you might do differently for that and so i'm forcing you to think of very specific and small yeah. it doesn't have to fix everything yeah yeah it's, yeah yeah it's yeah. just that little step forward so i oh yeah it's so good so i already have in play when an email makes me mad i don't respond to it for 24 hours right because yeah, it's good. never helpful yeah. to respond right so but maybe the maybe the five percent is is it even an email that needs to go back or do i pick up the phone the next day and talk to the person yeah like this is the like maybe that's the five percent and it's not that every time it's right to pick up the phone um mm -hmm. But, but that I'm asking myself that question uh, rather than just assuming I'm going to write the best email of my life that I'm going to mm. show this person. Yeah. Da, 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 da. 
like change it instead to uh change it instead to um like a real life conversation. I actually had this happen last week where a couple weeks back I had what I'm now learning to call a health, healthy friction in a meeting. There was mm. healthy friction going on is the new term that I'm that I've heard bantying around. And I and and so it was it was a juicy conversation. Like it was a big conversation and uh everyone wanting to do the right thing like everyone wanting to do the best thing just different ideas of how to accomplish that and um i know it created some stir afterwards i heard some like you know you always hear people the whispering even though we're not on the same floors anymore but you always hear the whispering of the result of stuff like that and then yeah. the next week which is last week i talked to the person where we had some healthy friction and i said listen and i was just open and i said listen i i think that things got a bit heated um, I hope that that doesn't create any lasting heat between us and that we can just have that kind of passionate debate in a meeting, but that mm -hmm. it's not because I don't know this person very well. So, you know, it's it's not like uh, it's not like it's a colleague I work with every day. And so like that was so she she's then said, I don't even I don't even remember. I don't even remember what you're talking about. And so it was so like, it was just so awakening. It was such an awakening moment. First of all, I was so glad that I talked to her about it because I felt better. And even if what she was saying wasn't true, like she may or may not have remembered it, who knows? Um, but there is like a, it just, I don't know. It was such good learning. I think that's why I'm so focused right now on, do I even send an email or do I pick up a phone or a text or whatever, or do yeah. I pick up the phone and say, Hey, this happened. Can we talk about it? Um, yeah. yeah. You know, so that's that, my news. That's going to be my 5% for that. That was yeah. a long-winded so, answer. Sorry about that, No, Rod. no, it's good. No, it's good. <laughs> you talked it through because the, the I was going to say, the at the end there, I think the thing that you're saying is you're just going to pause in your mind and say, is this an email response or right. is this a phone call response? That's Correct. the tiny little That's 5%. the tiny little thing. And I'm not yeah. going to do that until I'm cooled down a little bit if it's something that made me... Yeah that triggered, right? We talked a couple episodes ago about triggers and, and mm -hmm. you know, what sets us off teaching us things or whatever. I'm going to take my time to figure out why that particular thing made me react the way I did and mm -hmm. then figure out, um, cause I, you know, I think most of us get it in our minds that we're going to write the perfect email and that's going to solve the world's mm. problems. I'm going to suggest right. that there's no email ever <laughs> written that has solved the world's problems. So yeah, that's my 5%. It's true. Perfect. So, okay, now let me, I'm going to segue here into this Tiny Habits book. And um, one of the standout examples the, the author talks about throughout is like, so, okay, how do you, and this is so relevant for me, because, I mean, he wrote this for people who worked from home before, frankly, in my mind, because before this, this would not work. He was like, okay, so you want a little bit more exercise in your life you want to do push-ups. So as a guy, I, I, I might say, I'd like to be doing 20 push-ups a day. So his advice is, that's that's not your first goal. Your first goal, right. do one push-up. Just do one. Yeah, yeah. And and he might even say, oh, maybe your first goal before that is clear the space on the floor where you will do one push-up, and that's it. So make it really tiny, that very immediate next step. And it's so hard not to do those small things. Right. Yeah. And then the second thing he would say is, connect that behavior that you want to do to something else that you do automatically. Right. And his, in his case, it's, it's like after he goes to the bathroom, after he goes pee, he yeah. goes, he does a push up. 
And, oh, and so like I, it's an automatic, I do this and then I do that. Yeah. And then you're reminded. So you make that connection and then you keep it super small. Again, you keep what you're asking yourself to do as small as possible. Right. And it builds from there. Now, of course, I was joking like, at, you know, it only works when you're working from home because imagine you go to the bathroom at work. And like, <laughs> okay, I'm just going to do a push up here. People will be, what the hell is that? I have That's done wrong. yoga in the office before, though, but I know I'm, a, I'm slightly weird. So maybe I am not the person. But I have done a good downward dog against the wall before when I felt my shoulders really tight. I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie. But yes, I, I think push ups are different. Plus, you know, work floors are kind of grody. So, yeah. like, for a so, multitude of reasons. So with the, 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 the core of the, you know, there's actually a lot of really good concepts in this book. Um, but the core is around making, if you want to change your behavior, break it down into really like that small thing that you can do. And then so what would he, what do you think he'd say? So pretend you're him. And I've told you, I want to do my like walk three times a week. What would be my bite-sized chunks? Mm. Oh gosh, you put me on this. Okay, so it would be um it like would, would it be it would like be... put my shoes at the door. Put my comfortable yes. walking shoes at the door. I feel like would yes. be step 1 and have yeah. socks laid out, comfortable socks cuz I don't wear socks when I'm working from home. I, like I can't even imagine. But yeah. so have that at the ready yeah. and just set it out. Yes. And it would be also go out for like walk around the block. Walk to the Right. Right. I mean and obviously, if that you're, it's easy, you're like, okay, as soon as I got my shoes out, I'm going for 30 minutes, fine. But if it, whatever the barrier is to the ultimate goal, yeah, is just break it down smaller. So he, it wouldn't be, you might have in your mind, okay, I want to do three times a week, but that wouldn't be the first goal. It would be go outside. I literally lately have been, so I try and take a half an hour every Monday. This is my new practice. I've been doing it for three weeks. I try and take a half an hour every Monday and do something. I mean, at work, I do something that I try to think of as leadershipy. Like I, you know, try to think of what I, things I'm going to do differently with the team, etc. And then I also set objectives for myself as well for that week. My number one objective lately, my friend, is for is based on working with you, is about getting better at asking questions. That's my first one, mm. and then my second one is uh, go outside. Those have been my those yeah. have been my two main objectives for the last couple of weeks. I like to think I'm getting a little bit better at the asking questions thing. Uh, the going outside, clearly, I need some work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so here's another another nice tip that uh, talks about in this book is every little tiny thing that you do, which is that little behavior that you're trying to do more of, celebrate it and. The celebration. I'm going to buy myself stickers and put them on my calendar. Yeah, or exactly. Make it a success. Say yeah out loud, like high five the your cat or, you know. <laughs> my first cello teacher used to, she had a lot of younger students. I was one of her only adult students. And she always gave them stickers in their books when uh, when they accomplished what they were going to accomplish with a given piece. And she, when I started with her, she said, do you want stickers too? And I was like, um, obviously I yeah. want stickers too. Hello. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to buy myself stickers, Rod. I'm so excited by that. Yeah. And, and he, um, because I, I always like the That's stuff grounded exciting. in, in yeah, I like the stuff grounded in research. He he explains in here how that that success is a really important to ingrain in our minds the the positive 
elements of what we're trying to do because so much of the right. behaviors we're trying to shift it's in this negative context it's like oh i right. suck at this right. and i can't right. do this right and, right and that ultimately remember our brains kind of want to move away from things that feel mm, negative icky. like that are negative right. and are a threat and move My towards things that we being celebrate icky. yes yeah. So, <laughs> so, oh my God, that is life changing, Rod. Yeah. And I mean, not everyone is going to be as, I mean, I had a sticker collection when I was a girl because, you know, that's what we did uh, in the early 80s. As little girls, we did not have phones, iPhones and all the things. We collected stickers. Um, and so I'm going to buy myself some cute stickers and do that. Yeah. And I'm going to put them in my workbook where I take all my notes so that I have like a little bit of a positive reinforcement to do it during the workday, which is a big deal for me because mm -hmm. then I have energy in the evening, right? Like it's, it's, yeah. uh, hmm, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. So the, guys, um, find I... your stickers, whatever your stickers are. <laughs> for me, it's like, clearly I am still a 10 year old girl someplace in my being, but whatever that is for you, find that because just the idea of that gets me excited, you know, like yeah. it just, it feels yeah. good. Yeah. I, for me, it's uh, I have this ongoing conversations with my dog and two cats, and so it's that I I celebrate with the conversation with my my dog. Like, mm. look what I just did! Wasn't that awesome? Yay. <laughs> the dog looks at me from I the couch. Are we going outside now? Is that what that That's means? right. <laughs> are you giving me food, food man? <laughs> Where are we going for a walk, walk man? Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> so that I, I i'll give you then my i've tried to start to do this and here's my real life experience cool. with the push-up thing so i i'll be honest i felt it was like a little bit weird associating associating it with going to the bathroom so i didn't do that and and i've tried to associate it with just generally anytime i get up from the desk and i don't know go get a glass of water or come back for whatever random reason i'll stop and do a few push-ups Oh, and that's I've been, awesome. But I, I so it is, it is good. But I, I've been, I'm gonna say twenty percent successful. Like I, it's, it's picking up a little bit. I think I'm missing, the real solid connection. Like the thing that makes it a no-brainer. What are you doing to reward yourself? Well, I just, I mean, I just. Other than to talking myself, to your dog, like what yeah, are you doing? That's, that's much I think you no, need a visual fair. something. Maybe I need, like you yeah, need a something in sticker. front of you that says, yes, I just did this thing. Maybe for you, yeah. it's just the check mark. Like go to the back of your book where you take your notes and just yeah. put a check mark and then you can count all your check marks. Yeah. I did true. that before when I was trying to ex. So I do yoga in the morning now because I just find I it settles me more. But I was doing exercise. Um, I don't know if, if you or if any of our listeners have ever heard of nerd fitness, but if you're someone like me who's never like gyms are terrifying and it's all just very intimidating and all the things nerd fitness is a great place to go for the geeky set uh to find out ways mm. to work out and so he has this guy has a lot of uh, low intensity work like all different intensity but low intensity where you don't need any equipment and you can do it at home and so i was doing his thing for a while and the way i kept myself motivated was i did little tick marks in a book and then you mm. know you can do the cross across them with every five and at the time yeah. I was doing it, it, it I just felt so rewarded adding a tick mark every day. It was so good. Nice. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do that. And for you, since you're trying to count like higher numbers, you could even do like the number of tick marks of the number of push-ups too. Oh if yeah, you want that's it. true. 
Yeah. If you want it. Like there's yeah, yeah. so many ways. Clearly I am like a reward person. Like I would be, <laughs> I, I would be like a, stu- a case study for Pavlov, but mm-hmm. um, like it's, it's, I think that that's a really important thing. I really do. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. visual reward. We're such visual creatures, uh, yeah. whether we like it or not, even if we consider ourselves auditory learners or kinesthetic learners or whatever, we're still visual creatures. So yeah. That's so cool. So in the, uh, just to kind of, there's a lot of more concepts in here, but there was a a couple of pages where he has these statements, just like we had with Nathaniel Brandon. And, but it was more about connecting the anchors. And when I read this, I'm like, Oh, Mm. I see the connection between the two. But so he would have like, one of the big things is connecting it to what he calls anchors of things that you do that happen in your life. So it's like when you uh, answer the phone or when you, um, your feet hit the floor in the morning. I will. So it's like finish the sentence. Right, right, right. You know, after I uh, hang up the dog leash, I will dot, dot, dot. And you connect the thing that you do just automatically with the new behavior that you want to try to do. I think that's so smart. And in tiny, tiny steps, it's that it's the 5%. It's the just break it down. If there's anything that you're not doing that you would want to be doing more of, so here's the thing to walk away with is ask yourself how can i make this even smaller and like a tinier version or the the immediate next step yeah maybe it's like write you know to your work thing it's write the phone number of the person you want to call tomorrow uh, to have that difficult conversation write that out yeah 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 or like we were saying in the case of uh, walking or whatever, put shoes and socks at the door yes. so that it's so easy to just go there, put your keys in your back pocket and, and mm-hmm. leave, you know? Mm-hmm. This is so helpful. And I feel like, um, I don't know, I feel like during COVID, things, some things in my life have felt kind of stuck. Like the whole exercise thing is probably the perfect example. And um, this feels like things that can get things unstuck. And I love mm-hmm. systems like that. I love mm-hmm. systems that help us get unstuck. Because in my experience, once you, once you do that little bite-sized chunk change, all of the other changes kind of start to ripple along, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you start to feel better. Rod, I think I'm going to make you my accountability buddy for my three yeah. times a week uh, getting outside, not for errands, but just like for a nice walk. I think I'm going to make you my accountability right. buddy if you're okay with that. So when you go outside for a walk, send me a text saying I'll success. I'll text you. Yes. Celebration. Yes. And you do the same if you want when you do push-ups. Yeah. You can just send me a number or whatever you want. You can text me and right. then we'll, we'll, we'll have that as our visual cue as well. And then guys, right. we'll rep- I'm sure we're going to talk about this kind of a thing again because this I find uh, just so practical and helpful and, like, and just so real. Um, and so we'll report back on how we're doing with our goals. Mm-hmm. Definitely. How exciting. Thanks very Rod, much. Rod, this has been like, no, seriously, thank you. This has been so good today. Thank you so much. You always have the best topics. It's so good. <laughs> oh, thanks very much. You too. Okay, everybody. Have a great week, everyone. Try this out. Let us know. Soon we're going to be able to, we're going to ask you guys to post comments. We would love to hear what you think about this whole 5% jam and how mm-hmm. you're using it uh, to maybe just tweak some things in your life uh, right now because it's pretty awesome. Thanks, Rod. Definitely. Thank you. Bye. Bye.